uh, really wonderful heart sharings and what God's doing in all of our lives and just kind of got me to thinking about paths, you know, the path that we walk on and we're all in the one body of Christ and we've all got different paths, you know, we've got different journeys, but we've all got the, the same heart, the love for God, the love to see people come from darkness to light, the love for one another. That uh, um, wonderful unity energized by the Spirit of God in each individual as they're humble to God, then he can bring those people together, you know, for encouragement, just like God worked in Rich's heart to do this meeting, and um, which was a need for him and other people that's coming on here. And so really we should cheer each other on with the things that God puts in our heart. And you know, sometimes our minds could be different, maybe. Um, I know other people's minds have been different towards me, towards me with the things that God's doing in my life, but it's nothing to do with them. <laughs> it's between me and God, just like, you know, Richard's doing this Skype meeting now. And then there's other, there's plenty of fellowships that people can go on to be encouraged and to be a blessing. That's what our life is all about. <laughs> you know, once we're, we're saved, we're filled with the Spirit of God, God has enriched our life, and then as we you know, turn our hearts to God and, you know, seek out direction from him. Then he starts to lead us and guide us. And then we start to realize who we are and how much God really cares about each one of us individually. Because an individual walk is a personal relationship with God and the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and he, you know, takes us on a wonderful journey in life. There's peaks and valleys and we don't look at the, you know, the valley parts, we all want to be at the peak, but, you know, we grow and we, we become wise. God starts to reveal his wisdom in us and as we desire him and what he wants to do in our lives. What does he want us to do? Because there's two ways that we can, there's all things that we want to do uh, on a on a personal level. But then God's got the perfect plan and that's what I see personally, like what? Is it you want me to do, Father? What uh, direction do I need to take? You lead me. You guide me. I know that you're the source of everything. And when I'm following you, when I'm being led by you, the things you put in my heart, and I'm humble to you, then I'm always in that wonderful place of um, happiness, joy, provision. Uh, I'm in a place to bless other people. Because our life is a service to God and the Lord Jesus Christ. And how do we serve? We serve other people. And uh, as as well as, because God's already met us, he's already taken care of us, he's already enlightened us. So how can I bring God's light to other people? And it's through our words, through our thinking, through our actions, through humility to the Father, to be obedient, to execute and do and practice the things that he gives us to do. So when we just simply do those things, the Sangate is always encouraged along the line, you know, just do what God puts in your heart to do. And a lot of times for me, it was like, well, is this God or is it me? But it's as we grow in that relationship with him, you know, we start to recognize when it's us. We start to hear God's voice more, you know, be still and know that I am God. And then just do those things. And as we practice those things that come to mind, then we start to recognize God's voice to our heart more clearly than we have ever done. 
And this is, you know, what I'm recognizing in my walk, that I'm really hearing what God's showing me because I've, I've ceased from my own works all those years before it was like laboring to enter into his rest until finally got me to the place of rest. And I know the lockdown was really like, um, not a good thing for, for many, many people, especially because of the heart behind it. But I grew in those three years like wildfire because, you know, I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't do anything to be own effort or ability. So I had to learn to really trust God in everything day by day. You know, being here, uh, in the UK and there's a handful of us here and, and I know there's many believers around the world. My heart is to really fellowship with people and, um, but I know that God wants his word to go throughout all the world. So when I started to get focused just through the simple encouragement that I've been receiving, and I already made up my mind I was going to practice what I was encouraged to prove those things. So, uh, you know, for a lot of us, it's proving these things. You know, it's like, number one, we make up our mind as God has energized in us. You know, where am I going to receive the sound heavenly words? That's one thing. And then the next thing is, am I going to do it? You know, or am I just going to get a knowledge of the wonderful words that are being given to me? Like I personally did, you know, like with the, you know, when we learned all the classes, great classes we've learned, great things we learned. You know, not all of it was bad, right? We learned some amazing things, but it just became knowledge. Oh, I know that. I I know about speaking in tongues. I know about tithing or honoring God. I know about, yeah, we can heal and we can get into a blase mode in our minds. I'm not saying that anyone here has, but I know I did. So I'm speaking from my personal walk and testimony in life. And so I don't want what I'm hearing and being encouraged just to become, well, I know that. Yeah, I already know that. I, I receive every word like it's fresh, you know, that fresh bread from heaven and that manna, that wonderful manna. And, um, and so I was able to put these things into practice in my life, realizing I don't need to make anything happen whatsoever, but just do and execute what God gives me on a daily basis to do, because he gives us before all day works daily. You know, it's daily. Sangit done a great sharing, which is on my website, practice and execute. You know, and it really is that simple. And so from this, God has done all the work for me, opening up many doors, uh, connecting many people from around the world, and just lovingly working with people, some people haven't agreed or don't get it, uh, but all God show we do, just keep encouraging. You know, people will speak and say, well, I don't understand, I didn't learn it this way, and but then God gets them ready through those words. Like, you know, so we just keep practicing, simply encouraging, simply sticking to what we know is right, as God has shown us, and as we proved it to ourselves. Because you know it's right because you proved it to yourself. Like in, was it Romans 12? So it says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, what is that acceptable and perfect will of God. So proving the things that have been encouraged to me, you know, the putting it to practice and then the manifestation of the fruit of doing those things. So this is what's been happening for me. And the more I'm walking with God and the more I'm staying humble and I ask God, keep me humble, 
keep me in the place of receiving to do. You know, it's in the practice that we start to see the manifestation of the spiritual into the visible, you know, into our physical. So like the physical things become physical for us as we simply trust the words, walk with them and God's working in us and showing us he's always working. He's always uh, energizing in us. And it's just when we respond like desires, like the desires in my heart. God's put desires in every one of our hearts. And it's when we take those desires back to God and say, yes, I want this. You walk me through it. And um, because all of us in our minds, you know, we, we might have a vision and a goal and a direction. And we think it's going to play out in a certain way, but it plays out in a totally different way because it's God's way. You know, he says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My way are higher than your ways. So I always keep those words in my mind. You know, God's thoughts are higher than my thoughts. His ways are not my ways. And I realize that God's, you know, what's written in the scripture, these great and precious promises, God holds to them. You know, in other words, when we are in line with those things, we don't do that manufacturedly. We're doing it because we're being led by the spirit then he really keeps to the promises of the world. We start to see the fruits. For example, you know, Paul was encouraging, I would that you will speak with tongues. So when we put that to practice from our heart, then we find it's not hard to do because before I used to forget about speaking in tongues and, you know, then I, I realized I wasn't doing it that much. But when I really had the desire, mark, yeah, God, I really want to, prove all the things that I've been taught through the years and what I'm learning now. I want to see the fruit and the results of what you've encouraged us through the scriptures and through the ministers that you put in front of us through the years. I want to see these things work. And this is the acid test of it. You know, so you can tell when it's sound doctrine because of the fruit, you know. And is that fruit, you know, long lasting or is it just immediate result and Nothing after that, um, because we can all get excited about certain things that are spoken, but then the fruit isn't long lasting. It kind of withers up and dries and goes away. But when we're practicing those things that God is encouraging us right now, and then we see the longevity of it, you know, is an immediate impact, is a long term impact, and it is benefiting those you number one, first and foremost, and those around you. So um, it really is a simple walk, and, you know, what did Jesus say? My yoke is easy, my burden is light. You know, God's what God gives us to do is not burdensome. It's not an effort. It's not a strain. It's not a struggle. We don't have to worry about anything. So when we are in a mind where we are concerned or worried about things, because we just need to trust God in it, you know. And so I've learned that what I've been practicing since coming back from India, it has been very productive, very fruitful on every level in my mind, in my thinking, in my speaking, in my giving, in my praying for laborers, in doing the simple things that God gives me to do. You know, for me, he's given, God's given me a platform with the website. He, he wants me to do that. No one will stop me from doing that. Um, and it's proved to be very fruitful and beneficial. It's not where the laborers, you know, laborers might come from there, but it's not, it, the laborers come from God. And then, so when we're really with desire praying for that one key labor, the sequel to a million, and for the plain loads of ready to go laborers, when we're praying that not just because it's 
Someone else has said it. Someone else has spoken those things. But when you take it to your heart and say, Father, I really want this. And I'm not going to stop praying till I get it. And then, so I've been praying that way. And now the, the doors are really beginning to open. And so I, I simply, like, I have people now that connect to me. I mean, I'm busy on a daily basis, you know, with people calling and I'm learning so much from them. These like one-on-ones we do is, um, what Sandgate's encouraging. And I know what they do in India is not manufactured, but people are really being directed by God. I learn so much, so much from these people. And I know that God is giving heavenly words for them and they're getting the benefit immediately and long term. And I've seen people come to me that God's brought because he's doing all this work. So all the glories to God. I don't, don't want to take any, anything. It's all God. It's all, everything is God that he's working everything. And I'm just like in awe. And he really has given me appreciation and an experience or understanding in my mind that is all him. And that all I got to do is go to him and he will navigate everything and sort it out for me. And, um, and I don't have to sweat anything. And so, um, you know, one of my desires was to come to the USA, you know, because before the lockdown, I was traveling everywhere. Even when there wasn't much happening, I was still being, going here, being invited there, this country, that European country. And I would go and I was so thankful, but God kept me going even when my mind wasn't fixed and my understanding was all over the place because he knew the depths of my heart. Like he knows the depths of your heart. I mean, he loves you so much. And we all think we've all got it together, but it's God that's got it together. And God works with us so personally. So we can't really, we should never compare ourselves. You know, even Paul said that, didn't he? You know, it is carnal to do that. And um so, but God brings you to this understanding. Even though it's written, it's God that enlightens that. That spiritual wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And so, you know, all of us are going to be successful. We are successful now, and we will continue to be successful as we just simply let God have his way in our life. And I'm not saying anyone isn't, but for me, I understood this personally. So we should share from our personal walk and life and what God is working in us and what God is showing us because it can add such great value, insight, to other people to really go to God in those areas if they're not. It could just be something that you say that you're doing that God's revealed to you that can really help someone think, oh my gosh, that's the missing piece for me. So God is great. So like if you look at your life as a big jigsaw puzzle, if you've got a few pieces misses in there, you can't see the whole picture. But God is the one that will give you the pieces to complete that picture. He's just an amazing, amazing, lovingly heavenly father he is a father yes he's god creators of the heaven and the earth and the universe and everything is set up by him and for us to enjoy but he's the one that fills in all the pieces he's the one that makes everything clear and it becomes clearer and clearer it's just like getting um i know a camera you know and then you're trying to focus in it goes in a in a in range out of range blurry and then it gets less blurry, then it goes really blurry again, but then as you keep with it, you know, you get it, you get your picture into view, and then you can decide what, you know, you want to capture from your camera. So God gives us the, the words, which gives us the mental direction, 
and what to focus on. And so this is what he's been doing with me and teaching me. And then I've been encouraging these things, what God is doing with me and what I'm learning and what I'm practicing and what has been beneficial. And so the people that have connected me, they kind of, God's worked in them to practice. You know, I really emphasize, look, we can have all this knowledge and we will get blessed in the moment. But for that to have longevity is when we practice, really practice. You know, like when we're encouraging people to honor God with their substance and the first fruits of all their increase, you know, you know, we could, we can start off manufactured because we've just heard it. Okay, we should do this because God wants us to do it. But when it comes from the heart, oh my God, that's where the mega blessings come. When we do like sharing now, you know, um, you know, I'm really relying on God and he's just working these things to say because I want to give what God wants me to say, not what Lawrence wants to say. And, um, and so I'm just really realizing our personal walk and life is a testimony to God and it can be a great witness to others when we just get that confidence to share these things. Because, you know, we can try and manufacture things. I've done it so much through my younger life. And, you know, up until, you know, I went back and connected and got humble. God got me humble. The humility comes from God. The, the vision comes from God. The direction comes from God. The provisions come from God. The open doors come from God. Even what to pray can come from God. He can energize you what to pray. You know, and I say, God, I don't know what to pray for my carnal mind. I know I can pray in the spirit, but my mind needs to be fruitful. So put it in my heart. What should I be praying for now? And man, the thoughts come and they flood. And it's like a flow from God. Like, okay, pray for that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I could have prayed for that. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> so the wisdom from God is just very, very wonderful. And um, and so I'm really, really happy because, like, I've never been so happy in my whole walk. But God is filling in the pieces for me, the missing, the missing jigsaw piece puzzles. And I'll give you a live sample of that. So for many years, when I was born, I was born in 1967 in South Croydon in London. And uh, and from that time, uh, from the time I was born, my mum was married to a man that, which wasn't my father. And he kind of mistreated her and everything. So and he was cheating on her. So she kind of done the same thing. And what I didn't realize was that my real dad, his name is Higginson. So really, my name on the birth certificate should have been Higginson. My mum was married. The first husband that registered me, his name was Waterhouse. So years later, when I wanted to get married, I had to get my birth certificate. And on my birth certificate, it come back, Lawrence John Wood. I'm thinking, Wood? Why is my name Wood on this? And uh, I was really surprised at my mum's name on the birth certificate and my mum's first husband's name on the birth certificate, Christopher Waterhouse. And I'm, it really confused me. My mum didn't give me any explanation. And uh, and so I was like, wow, what is it? And it's always bugged me for many, many years. So recently, um, I've made a, or, or God opened a door and got my cousin from London to connect with me. And so my cousin, her mum, is my mum's sister, and they had a big fallout long, long be about a few years before my mum fell asleep because my mum went to London, looked after my nan and granddad, and when my granddad fell asleep, my 
the the other uh, children, my auntie and uncles, wanted wanted to put my grandmum in a home. And my mum was having none of it. She said, she's not going in a home. I'll bring her back to Bristol. So they had a big fallout. So that argument wasn't nothing to do with me or any of my brothers or sisters. We kept out of it. And um, But I hadn't seen my aunties and uncles for like now nearly coming on 30 years. And I had a strong desire to see my auntie because my auntie played a big role when I was a baby and um, and through my young life. So obviously when we moved to Bristol that you know the connections kind of lost and but I always thought of them because they they gave me happy memories, you know, when I was with my auntie and just up the road lived my real dad. So anyway, getting back to this birth certificate, what happened was and um I feel I can share this is that my mum had an affair with my auntie's husband and his name was John Woods. So this all come to light at the time. And so everyone found out what was happening and, and this affair was stopped. But my mum's first husband thought I was his child. I mean, I put the piece together because God showed me through what my cousin told me. And I'm thinking, that's why my name is Wood on that birth certificate. And it, it was just really, really amazing. And so my cousin was filling me on the background details that I didn't know. Only she found out. And But it just really also showed me just how wonderful and loving my auntie was. So God put it in my heart about six years ago to go to London, because i got brothers that live on the same house in the state as my auntie. And I went to see my brothers, and I didn't, and my auntie had moved. So one of my brothers knew where she, roughly where she lived. So he took me, and uh, we found the house. And my uncle was there, the one that my mum had an affair with, which I didn't know nothing about. And uh, and I gave this, you know, my auntie wasn't there. He said, oh, she's out with Lisa, which is my cousin. Uh, I'm sorry that you missed her and everything. But I gave him a big hug, right? Well, this really touched him. And then so when my auntie come back, he said, oh, Lawrence, come. And he gave me this big hug. And, um, and obviously these old things come up, but it was in a good light, not a bad light. And so my auntie called me when I was on the train coming back to Bristol. Well, then we kind of lost contact for about another three or four years. And then my uncle recently died and my cousin messaged me and told me. And then we've been talking ever since. So next Saturday, God has opened the door for me to go back to see my auntie and my cousin. <clears throat> and... uh and all my cousins are going to be there. So there's going to be like 18, 18 of us together. And it's really a miracle of God. But I know there's an open door there because I prayed for this for years. And, you know, I've been sharing little bits of my cousin and because my life was very rough when I was born. So they've seen a massive change and it's really got them asking questions and um, you know, but I, I mean, it's just wonderful what God does. So when we do what God gives us to do and we stay humble, he can open up so many things. He can restore. He restores and he gives double for your trouble. You know, so God really restores anything that's been stolen from you in your life, in relationships, in families. He can really restore. And, you know, and I pray to God, you give to me double what I've lost. Whatever should have been mine, whatever blessings in my life that got stolen away, you give me double for my trouble.
3,000 times more, and God is actually doing that. And I'm like, wow, man, like, God, you are just so amazing. And then, um, and then obviously through the lockdown and, and because I hadn't traveled anywhere, I really did the strong desire come to travel. So God gives you these strong desires in your heart and you can decipher whether it's just you or whether it's God put it in your heart. I've learned to do that. And so I really had the desire to come to the USA. Many wonderful, we've been, I've been to more places in the USA than I've been around in England. Been to more places in India than I've been in England, you know. And England's only a small little spot, isn't it? You know, compared to these wonderful countries of the USA and India and Nepal. And, you know, and I've, and I've, I've been thinking God has blessed me so much from the life that I was born into and brought up in to all these wonderful, beautiful believers all around the world, you know. And, um, uh, you know, for all over the state, we've been to many states in the US of A, and we love the US of A, and love India and love Nepal, but we know so many believers, and whether some on good standing, some on not so good standing, but God can heal all those things. And as long as we keep a humble heart to the Father, realizing he's got this perfect plan, just like he did with Joseph, you know, his brothers got jealous of him, beat him up, sold him into slavery, but look where God put him, and he must have been a humble, humble, humble young man. And so, um, so coming up August the 25th to September the 11th, God opened a door through prayer, uh, and an invitation from another believer to come to the USA. So we're really, really excited. I give glory to God because like this is really from prayer and desire, but it was God's plan. It's God's design. And so we don't need to even try and do anything in our own strength. He just opens everything up for us. And so I'm looking forward to this wonderful visit. We're going to be going to Eugene. And I put all the details on the website. Fred wrote a a message, like an invitation type thing for anyone that wants to come. And it's all on the website. You can see it there if you decide to come to any of the things that's going on. So we'll be going to um, Eugene, Oregon, where Ethel Robertson will be hosting us and Marie Carroll's also coming from Ireland as well, which is great. She's coming on that first leg and from there, from September the 1st, we will then travel to uh, Colorado, um, where we'll be with Ted and Shelley Sagan and they live up there in the Rocky Mountains, Silver Fawned, Colorado. So if anyone wanted to go, like, you know, then it is open. And, um, but God will direct you in that. Like if we listen to him, if he wants you to be a, a part of that, which, and you desire to be a part of that, like it's just getting together. It's no one's the big boss or anything like that. It's just a wonderful open door through much prayer and through the whole lockdown. I've been praying for these things, but God does give us the desires of, of our heart because he's working them. He's working them. And all we got to do is follow. It's really simple. So I've been practicing this way. And everything's going really wonderful in Bristol. We've got more believers and things are growing wonderfully. And he brings people with those humble hearts, you know. And there was, and the people that connected to me in here in Bristol weren't humble at one time, like I wasn't humble at one time. But God knows how to get us to the place of receiving because he wants us to, all of us to have the very, very best. You know, we got kids, you know, if we were billionaires, we'd get more of the best things, right? You know, because they're our children. And he really loves us. And and the biggest thing that God's concerned is with our hearts. 
and what motive we are doing things with. He wants us to have a good heart and an obedient heart to him, a loving, obedient heart, you know. Yes, Father, I'll do this. Regardless of what anybody says or what's happening in the world, if he's opened the door, we just got to walk, walk through those doors. And, you know, he's going to open up mega doors for all of us as we desire. And he'll put that desire in your heart and it, he'll begin it. So, yeah, that's just some of the things I want to share. And uh, thank you for letting me have the opportunity to share. God bless you. Terrific, Lawrence.